Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Technically Speaking. Now, this podcast is designed to check out the technical side of business and employment, especially looking at the world of social media. Our focus for this episode is the misuse of social media by businesses and how you can avoid some of these mistakes. Helping us to navigate this subject is Brandon Chestnut. Brandon is the social media director for Identity, which is a public relations firm out of Michigan. Brandon, how are you doing today? Tim, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. No, it's a pleasure to have you on. I think it's a topic that everyone is certainly uh, typically interested, especially when it comes to their businesses. I guess, first of all, we always like to ask this question no matter what the topic, but how would you define the term social media? That is a million dollar question for sure. <laughs> so, you know, I like to look at it from through the lens of, you know, social media is really interactions and information that's created by people and shared across the web. It can be a lot of things, but at its heart, it really consists of, of those primary elements, interactions, information, and just being distributed across you know, the web as we see it today. Sure. In the early days of the internet, accessibility was really limited to those who understood what the internet was and how to navigate it. But today, anybody can create information at little to no cost. And that's really what social media came from and how it's been, you know, served as a catalyst to grow to what it is today. What would you include maybe some of the more specific aspects? I mean, I think a lot of times people hear social media, they think of Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, even Instagram, stuff like that. I mean, are there certain areas you would really focus it on for businesses or would you include sort of this grand spectrum you talked about? Sure. Well, I mean, from a business standpoint, I look at it through the lens of, of first being content. That's really the text or information stories, if you will, that drive mm-hmm. business decision making. I think that every type of consumer, whether they're investing in a business relationship from a B2B perspective, or they're just a general consumer that's buying a product off the shelf, we like to see, read, hear stories, whether they're coming from a brand itself or they're coming from another person. So the first piece is really content as from a text standpoint. Sure. Uh, the second would be multimedia, photos, videos, audio recordings, anything that is maybe not as much seen as much as text, but you know, kind of adds a nice complement to storytelling. The other big piece would be social networks. So that's where most people, like you said, kind of a, a right. great social media to mm-hmm. place where people can join together, share similar interests, uh, get connected with brands. Uh, really the big three, the Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and a number of you know, hundreds and hundreds of other networks where people can connect and talk about whatever interests them. And this is something then that always comes up, especially if you're talking about maybe uh, someone who's been an employer for a long time. How important or why do you see it as being important for businesses to explore social media, utilize it? And, and even the bigger question at this point as a business, is it a necessity to be involved with all this? That's a great question. I mean, I think it's definitely a necessity for businesses to at least explore, you know, the opportunities that are out there. We've gone beyond the point in time where companies can simply stick their head in the sand or run for the hills when it comes to these channels and these mediums. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just look at the studies today, for example, Pew, who uh, runs their internet project research report, they recently updated their study on social networking. And in September 2013, they said that 73% of all online adults are using social networking sites. And that's wow. across all demographics, sure. regardless of sex, age, household income, education level. I mean, that is a huge number of people, especially consumers that have purchasing power that are online every single day. And to, I think, use the or have the mentality of, well, this isn't right for my business or my customers aren't there. It's really tough to maintain that stance when the stats tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. 
Now, with that, you know, we talk about maybe businesses that are going to jump into this or try it out, or maybe they have been doing it for a while and they're making some of those mistakes that we've talked about. When it comes to something like giving someone some training or some guidance on it, what do you think some of the mistakes are when they're talking about, okay, here's what we want from our social media, go ahead and do this? I mean, is it a training problem? Is there training going on? What's sort of your uh, experience in dealing with this? Well, I've seen it from all sides, really, when it comes to business, you know, use of social media. I've seen companies that are starting from the ground up, and I've seen companies that and worked with them that have kind of had a a running program and have built something that has been in place for quite some time. Mm -hmm. In my experience, there's been some challenges in a couple key areas. The first piece really is companies don't know what their point of view is on social media. They (laughs) haven't quite established it. So, if you're a business owner, you know, you might sit down and you'll talk about sales or you'll talk about forecasting or hiring. You don't really sit down and think about the technology that impacts your company and your brand in the, the biggest way. And in many cases, that technology is social media. So sitting down and sort of having that conversation with your stakeholders or partners to really determine your position is important. And, and folks like lawyers and or legal counsel and your HR team should be involved because this impacts a lot more than marketing. It impacts the way you recruit. It impacts the way you potentially find business, how you better make products or, or establish your services. There's a lot of places that social media can get involved. And what I find is that training can't be effective unless you really cement what your point of view is on it. And mm-hmm. it's okay to be conservative or proactive, whatever it might be. As long as you know what it is and you're able to communicate it effectively, you're far better off than many other companies out there that are still trying to figure out, hey, what do we even want out of this? Sure. So that would be the first place I would say there where there's been some challenges with conveying what opportunities are out there for businesses and how employees should be thinking about social media. And usually once that point of view is established, it's good to get it on paper. Right. So if you think about an employee handbook, if you're a business owner and you have the luxury of having one, I know there's many out there that don't, you might have something in there that talks about technology use inside your company or even just general email usage, even phone usage, which is still common. But you don't always have something there that's related to social media or connecting with individuals on behalf of the company online. Right. You know, capturing that point of view and putting it on paper is, is an important second step. It's a natural extension of talking about how people communicate on behalf of the company on a daily basis. And if you can communicate that clearly, it's going to help in having those conversations and outlining expectations of how employees should be behaving online. I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, as you said, with any sort of handbook and training to have that idea right off the bat and have it, you know, on print always helps as well. So if we go a little deeper than that, for yourself, can you give us a couple, you know, guidelines of just some basic things that if somebody were to maybe get a start in this, maybe they were selected to take on this task in their organization, are there a couple simple guidelines you could give them to follow? Absolutely. So a great place to start is communicating where the company sees value in social media. Hmm. So, you know, the items where they feel they get the most opportunity when it comes to being a connected brand online. It's almost like saying, you know, what does success look like for the company? What can we define as our, a win for us? And sharing that, that with employees, I think, is a great first step. If you might say, hey, we see a lot of value in using social media to connect with our clients and partners or our consumers, this is how we plan on using it, as well as detailing what you don't plan on using it. 
for. Sure. In many cases, employees feel like they are helping the brand by getting active online, and in many cases, they're hindering it. They just don't know in terms of how they should be directed. And that's a great place to start, saying this is where we see value, and this is where we might want to hold the cards back in terms of social media usage. Once that's really established, the next best place to start is conveying how the brand should be represented online. If you think about social media today, I like to liken it to a digital business card. And in many cases, when you're doing business with another company or another person, the first place they're going to look is on social media channels to learn more about you or your salesperson or your president. Mm -hmm. And if you think about that person performing that research and looking at these different profiles, what if they all said something different? It's like sliding four completely different business cards across the table during a meeting. It almost conveys that your brand is a little disorganized. Right. So being able to communicate to say, hey, if you're going to be online on behalf of the company, here's what we recommend you use. Here's how you describe the company. Here are the items that you should leverage, especially in more professional networks. And this is how you can best support the brand's efforts online. It really equips employees and gives them the ammunition they need to be effective while supporting the broader vision of a company's social media program. That's a great place to start and where many businesses often overlook opportunity. Mm -hmm. Well, you brought up the idea of brand a number of times there, and I think that's something that most companies, I would hope, can relate to in some shape or form. Would you suggest then, because that's such an important aspect, having a full-time social media director or, or manager or some person that is always in charge of that, always taking care of that, as opposed to you have individuals who might worry about it you know, a couple times a week and, and they'll pick it up here and then leave it for a week. I mean, do you think it is that important now where somebody should be in that full-time position? When it comes to social media, it's definitely an opportunity worth exploring for any company. Like any other marketing channel, social media requires the right amount of, of time and sometimes capital to be effectively used. Mm -hmm. And while there's so many networks that are basically no cost to join, the time required to monitor, manage, and track successes, and more importantly, hold people accountable for how they should be using social networks on behalf of the company, that investment from a timing standpoint can be really high. So the advantages of having someone in that seat to at least guide the company's presence and tie all the social media activities together, that really ensures that activity is properly managed. And I think in the long term, sets a clearer course for what the company can accomplish. Sure. Are you seeing overall from your experiences more companies sort of embracing it and, and having more positive thoughts on it? Or do you see it being a, a slow, steady climb? What's been your experience so far? So I would say over the past 18 months, our agency in particular, we're seeing a lot of internal resources coming on board that are specializing more in digital and social media. Okay. It gets created opportunities for us to look at programs through a different lens, to have a person that's really in charge of connecting all the dots internally inside of a company to figure out, well, how do we effectively tell our story? How do we get this information from this event? How do we ensure that our different people in different departments are positioned as experts. It's really been a, a great addition to many programs because I find that having someone internally that at least can walk the walk and understands the, the vision and voice of the brand only makes things better. Mm -hmm. And as we see channels continue to grow and new opportunities arise, having someone in that seat that at least understands the channels that exist and the opportunities that are out there can only be a, a positive addition to any program. 
Do you see much of a difference then between large and small companies? Because I've read a number of things where this could be where a smaller organization can get an edge up on maybe somebody who's larger and they don't necessarily focus on social media. What's been your, what you've seen and maybe what you've experienced yourself in terms of a difference between large and small organizations? You know, I would say definitely when it comes to large companies, and I think there's a perception that there's a lot more resources in play and there's a lot more specialists that are being deployed to help manage these types of networks where you have individuals that not only can focus on social media and social networks, but individuals that can focus on more digital-focused channels, such as online advertising or or other areas that are sort of complementary to social media. There's a lot more specialists or many more specialists that are deployed that have roles dedicated to managing a brand's presence, especially inside large organizations. For Mm -hmm. small to mid-sized companies, I think specialists are now being put in a position where they have to get smart. They have to understand, you know, how social media fits into marketing and communications and what role it plays. There are organizations out there that are making concerted hiring efforts to bring people on board to make them part of, say, an integrated team where you have um, marketing folks and communications folks, as well as people that specialize only on the digital front or in the social media side of things. It creates an opportunity to bring new life into the company and and a new sort of perspective on how to market, as well as uh, ensuring that your existing activities are still running in the right direction. Well, Brennan, we appreciate all the information, the insight you've given us. Uh, You know, one of the last things I wanted to bring up here as we are getting a little low on time was you had mentioned in some of our conversation before the show, the tactics of social media are extremely difficult to execute. What exactly do you mean by that? and, And why do you feel that is the case? One of the conversations we previously had was, was talking about a recent study that eMarketer put together in March 20, of 2013 that listed uh, content marketing, so blog posts, white mm-hmm. papers, video, as the most effective marketing tactics used by marketing professionals worldwide. But the interesting point was that within that same study, those tactics were listed as the most difficult activities to execute. So basically, in the areas where marketers found the most value, they found they were spending the most time, energy, and effort. Right. So really, if you look at it you know, from a broad perspective, it takes resources and the right amount of creativity and time investment to really build and deploy a program that's going to bear fruit. The best possible tactics are the ones that often require the most time investment. So sort of thinking in that, through that or thinking with that perspective will help programs only become better, especially if you're a business that's sort of just dipping their toes in the social media waters and trying to figure out the best way to deploy a program on behalf of your company. Right. Well, again, like I said, I think you've given us a lot to chew on and think about, especially those employers out there who maybe are thinking about, as you said, dipping their toe into the social media waters. We always like to give our guests the last opportunity to give our listeners a takeaway, just a final thought about the conversation, anything you feel would be important to emphasize, or even anything we didn't touch on. Where would you want to go with that? Well, we're getting into the first quarter of 2014 at this time. If you haven't had a, a moment to sit down and think about, you know, where your social media program has gone, you know, in the past 12 months, or even if you're just getting started, now is the perfect time to take a step back and look at the broader vision for your program and what you're hoping to accomplish. I think having a, a big discussion and focusing on the clarity of where objectives might lie and how to get to the next place is always helpful. So if you're sitting there wondering what the next 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 thing might be, now is the perfect time to have that discussion internally with your, with your stakeholders and figure out what it might be. 
And with that, we will wrap things up on this episode of Technically Speaking and our examination of business, social media use, and misuse in some cases. We've gotten some nice insight today from our guest, Brandon Chestnut. Again, he's the social media director for Identity. Brandon, thanks again for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you, Tim. Of course, we want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. Share your thoughts with us. Just send an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com with all your comments and questions about any topic you might be interested in. Once again, for everyone at LJN Radio, I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.